Listen and follow the Left Wing Rugby podcast with me, Will Slattery and Luke Fitzgerald. As far as I can see, I always want to get in the Irish team. And that should be every young player's dream and ambition in this country. And if you're playing in a place where you're not going to get the opportunities in the big games, that they're the ones that get you picked. They are the ones, the Champions Cup games are the ones that get you picked. You need to be playing in a team and starting in a team for those games. It's as simple as that if you want to play in the Irish team. Every week on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. On this week's Big Tech Show, you might not think it could happen to you, but our guest this week explains how a significant number of Irish people may be falling victim to romance frauds online. Victims can feel a misplaced sense of shame. People can blame themselves. They feel embarrassed. And so they don't want to tell family, friends. They don't want to report it to the police. In some cases, of course, the victims are already in relationships. They're married. They have an extra reason to keep that quiet. The Big Tech Show, available on all podcast platforms. Platforms. Today on the Indo Daily, why Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. You know who's got the hardest job tonight? Javier Bardem and his wife are both nominated. Now, if she loses, he can't win. <laughs> he is praying that Will Smith wins. Like, please, Lord. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? That was a that was a nice one. Okay, I'm out here. Uh oh, Richard. <laughs> oh wow, wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Keep the wife's name out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a GI Jane joke. Keep my wife's name. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. That was the greatest night in the history of television. Hollywood real life proved to be more dramatic than the movies at the Oscars this year. But Will Smith's outburst has thrown up debates about acts of violence, keeping control, and the pressures of life in the limelight. I'm Fiona Sheehan, and today I'm joined by Irish dependent feature writer Kirsty Blake Knox to talk about the fallout from this extraordinary event. Kirsty, what exactly happened here? Well, what happened was is that Chris Rock was coming on to present for Best Documentary, and he was making some jokes, riffing with the crowd. And then he turned to Jada Pinkett Smith and made a reference to looking forward to G.I. Jane 2 coming out. Um, she suffers with alopecia and she had her head shaved for the ceremony. And initially the joke seemed to go down well. Um, Will Smith appeared to be laughing and clapping. Um, and then it cut back to Chris Rock on stage and Will Smith walked up and loafed him basically in the face and then turned around and went back down, sat in his seat, shouted at him, I don't want my wife's name coming out of your effing mouth. Yeah, it was very shocking. Like usually when we look at the kind of things that we're talking about the next day, it's, oh, was did the cinematography get the recognition it deserved or Jennifer Lawrence tripped walking up the steps? Like all that seems exceptionally tame compared to 
a slap in the face. So the G.I. Jane reference is a reference to a, a not great Demi Moore movie from the, the, the 1990s. Jada Pinkett has spoken about how she has alopecia, so her her hair has has, has fallen out effectively. So she she also has a, 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 a bald head. So it's a it's effectively a bad taste joke is what Will Smith has reacted to. Now at this point I can only laugh. Now y'all know I've been struggling with alopecia and just all of a sudden one day, look at this line right here. Look at that. Look at that. And so it just showed up like that. Now this is gonna be a little bit more difficult for me to hide. So I thought I'd just share it so y'all not asking any questions, but you know mama's gonna put some rhinestones in there. It's a, it's effectively a bad taste joke is what Will Smith has reacted to. It was a terrible joke. Like it was a crass joke. It didn't land. It was also cruel. Like any woman who has alopecia will say it's, it's incredibly upsetting. And she did not look impressed. She like rolled her eyes immediately, didn't respond. I think for Will Smith, he clocked Jada's reaction and then jumped to her defense, strode up on stage and and slapped um, Chris Rock. Will Smith had his book out uh, last year and in it, he spoke about when he was raised, it was in a family where his dad was very physically violent with his mom and used to beat her up. And he has these really strong images of, you know, blood coming out of his mom's mouth. And he said he carries this guilt that a lot of the time when this was happening, he froze and didn't do anything. And that inaction, he found that he felt really bad about. So I don't know if at some level he thought, I've got to do something now and, and jump up and and, and act. But it, it did seem shocking as well, because it maybe isn't the, the image we have of Will Smith, affable box office movie star. There's also a kickback from a lot of people kind of saying this idea of a man stepping up and 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 acting violently in the name of defending women is quite an archaic, out-of-date um, way of thinking. I do think it's very, very... I think it asks a lot of questions. And I do... I can understand why a lot of people would say, why do men think it's okay to, to act in this way in the name of chivalry and is that really what his wife wanted him to do um is it really how women want men to act there were even conspiracy theories that this was staged i mean i think people kind of thought that because it's it was so surprising that it that's there's a moment of disbelief this can't be real this can't be happening and because when he slapped Chris Rock. Chris didn't react. He didn't he didn't raise a hand at, at Will Smith then. He kind of said, Whoa, I just got slapped by by Will Smith. And no one rushed the stage. So it almost looked choreographed. It was so neat the way he w- walked up and slapped him. But then when he sat back down and he started shouting uh and using like curse words um at Chris Rock, it was really apparent that it wasn't rehearsed because he was so furious and so angry. And also it's so unusual for an A-list box office Hollywood movie star to swear on like a live primetime show like that. So it became evident pretty quickly that this was, this was genuine and this wasn't, this wasn't staged at all. 
the fallout has been what? Where Where is the, the, the debate at now? Is it condemnation of Will Smith? Is it admiration for, for standing up for a woman in, in, in these circumstances? Where, where are things at? I think it's a really, really meaty issue. And I think there's a lot of different takes out there. Like a lot, some people think, you know what, he stood up for his wife. He was sick and tired of her being ridiculed. And that's admirable. Other people think, gosh, that's inexcusable. That level of, of it's a, a violent uh, abuse. It's, uh, you know, an assault and that's, that's unforgivable. Um, I've seen comedians tweeting saying, this will encourage people if they don't like a joke in our show to stand up and and become vis- physically violent with us there are other people who've criticized Chris Rock and said you know he's he's gone after Jada Pinkett Smith before um and, and was goading her i think it was such a dramatic act that people are still trying to make sense of it in a way LA cops basically saying that they would need an official complaint and somebody to file charges in order for for them to proceed any any further. Will Smith has apologized to an extent. Now, no, to do what we do, you got to be able to take abuse. You got to be able to have people talk crazy about you. In this business, you got to be able to have people disrespecting you. And you got to smile and you got to pretend like that's okay. I want to apologize to the Academy. I want to apologize to my, all my fellow nominees. He hasn't apologized um, to Chris Rock and I don't think he will. In his speech, he said he apologized to the Academy and then he kind of said, you know, he's playing um, Richard Williams in, um, in, in the film King Richard and he kind of drew parallels saying, you know, I can relate to kind of being a, an emotional father and he said, love makes you act in crazy ways at times. Life. I look like the crazy father, just like they said. <laughs> I look like crazy father, just like they said about Richard Williams. Um... But love will make you do crazy things. So he was apologizing to the Academy and maybe explaining his behavior in in an indirect way in that in that speech. Um, but I, I don't know if he'll be apologizing to Chris Rock um, anytime soon. He, he, he might, though. Yeah, no great love lost there. No, no. <laughs> and you, you'd have to say has taken away from his first Academy Award, probably well-deserved King Richard. Does this forever stay on on Will Smith's uh, career? Is this how we all remember him in 20 years' time? First off, he's been around for so long and he's so embedded in like popular culture. Like this is a guy who's been in like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Independence Day, uh, Men in Black. He's universally liked. He used to play quite a kind of goofy character when he started out and has has really gained his acting credentials. I think his Oscar is fully deserved. I hope. I, I definitely think he acted badly. I think there's no excuse for slapping someone in the face. I don't think that's ever okay behavior. But I think it would be really sad if that overshadowed how big a deal his win is I can't see it completely derailing his career I think it definitely some people might be look at him in a different light I found it really sad when I was watching it when I saw him shouting like that that I I just thought it was the whole thing was sad and it left a really sour taste it just came across as just it was just a nasty display the whole thing he's like I said he's had such sustained success for so long that 
an incident like this, I don't think will will completely ruin it. What it will do, though, I suppose, is put uh, a focus on that relationship with his wife, uh, Jada Pickett-Smith. They have had a quite complicated relationship, really, to say the least. And we decided... I was done with your you, ass. Yeah, you kicked me to I the curb. I was done with you. Yeah. <laughs> we Marriages have that, though. Yeah, Marriages have that. Yeah, we basically, mm-hmm. we broke up. We decided that we were going to separate for a period of time and you go figure out how to make yourself happy and I'll figure out how to make myself happy. Well, at that particular point in time, it was indefinite. Yeah, I really felt like we could be over. Yeah, they have had a complicated relationship. They've kind of taken time apart. They There was, you know, lots of rumors about them having an open relationship. They say that wasn't the case. They just have had periods where they haven't been together and they've both gone off and been with other people and then kind of resumed their relationship. They're they're an unusual Hollywood couple in that way and that they're quite open about how their relationship has progressed and diverted from maybe more traditional uh, marriages. And uh, over the years, I mean, the, the evolution of that relationship has been that he effectively broke up with his first wife to move on to Jada to Jada uh, she yeah. it, that was complicated then because she was friend, very good friends with the 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 rapper Tupac Shakur who was who was killed yeah. uh, in the ni- in the 1990s and then over the years there's been denials of relationships with with Mark Anthony on her, on her part who was married to JLo at the time he has denied that there was this issue with August Alsina who's he and how did he get involved and uh, how did the word entanglement become associated with them it's basically like there was a, an insinuation that she'd had an affair with him um but then I I mean I find it bizarre that she invited Will on to her her red table talk to discuss what had happened and and they had separated and then when they they had got back together um after, like she she'd got with with uh uh August and then when that relationship or entanglement as you say had ended she got back with Will Smith the fact that I'm speaking to you again is a, <laughs> is a miracle um <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. No, but it ain't for the weak at heart. There's just certain things that you have to go through. And it's like... And I wish, you know, I wish that wasn't the case. (laughs) I do. I wish that wasn't the case. I sure wish it could be all magic and miracles. Yeah. You got to go through some to get the answers. Mm -hmm. So the relationship's definitely complicated. Like I, I know, in a way, I almost kind of admire them for being quite open about how difficult marriage can be and how they've had these ups and downs. You know, it's it's definitely um, it's definitely very different to how most Hollywood couples would would present themselves, which is kind of a united front. And I do quite like whenever you hear them talk about each other. Like both him and her have said. I don't own this person. I can't make their decisions for them. We kind of have a mutual respect. Like they they have quite a unique perspective on on marriage. They've also maintained, I suppose, the, the family dynamic has been quite strong in terms of promoting the, the careers uh, of of their kids and of Jaden and Willow establishing themselves as, as, as stars in their own right or has that succeeded? I mean, they've kind of grown up in that world and and 
they've got like, you know, they're part of that brand um, and they they both had respective kind of success in movies and music. I think it's one of those things when one of your <laughs> very unusual circumstance to be in that when one of your parents is an A-list global megastar, um, even if you do extremely well, you're probably never going to be as successful as your as your father. So I don't I don't know if they're ever going to get to that to that level. Um but uh but yeah they're they are they are very family oriented. And I think the reason why it kind of fascinates people is because they have this kind of we're a very loving and committed family and then they're quite open about not necessarily sticking to the idea of monogamy. And I think for people who are in kind of traditional family units, I think that seems a little strange. Jaden emerging as a big star in the pursuit of happiness alongside alongside yeah. his, his his dad again, and then he's gone through this this phase as well where he's spoken about wanting to separate from his parents and and go, go it alone. Yeah. So you got to a point where you told me straight up, you were like, "Mom, I have to leave here to live my life." Totally. And I remember thinking to myself, as devastated as I was. I was like, he's right. Yeah. The time is now. He's 15. It's time for him to leave the house. Mm -hmm. And I would have never agreed with that. I knew. I told Will when Jaden was smaller, I said we'd be lucky to keep him in the house till he's 16. I, I can totally understand why he wants to separate to kind of create his own identity and everything like that. Like a lot of, I'd imagine a lot of people who've grown up in their parents' shadows, especially when they're celebrities, kind of want to forge out on their own. But they have been really successful. Like, you know, I just, I know Willow from Madagascar because my kids watch it. But like, they're, they're, you know, they have had a lot of, a lot of success to their own, to their credit, you know. Um, and have we ever had any similar outbursts from, from Will Smith in the past? Have we ever yeah. seen this darker side of him before? He said um, in his book, and he did, uh, 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 that he released last year, that he felt a bit lost in his 40s and when he got to his 50s he's he's called it his fuck at 50s where he is has a sense of freedom that he can he and a kind of a liberating sense that he can be more do what he wants and he doesn't feel as constrained um by what he thinks people's perception of him is but there have been moments where he's been kind of outside of his comfort zone i don't know if you remember a few years ago um he was on the red carpet and one of those kind of like uh, online kind of pranksters kissed him and he slapped him in the face. Um, and that was kind of at the, and he, he kind of like was laughing about it. And, and that was kind of the only other time that I can think of a moment where he's been like physical. But again, this was definitely the most kind of extreme uh, behavior from him. Yeah, and we even saw after the Oscars, he attends the Vanity Fair party, and despite the the slap incident and the apology and the emotional speech, he's back in in Will Smith mode with 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 a big uh, big smile uh, uh, on his face. What about what about Chris Rock? Uh, again, not a you'd have to say not a massive star on on this side of the Atlantic, but in the US. Big star, very, very controversial, always outspoken, always, uh, you know, very divisive figure. The real question everybody wants to know, everybody wants to know in the world, is this Hollywood racist? Is Hollywood racist? You know, that's, that's, a, that's a, you know, you got to go at that the right way. Is it, is it burning cross racist? No. 
Is it fetch me some lemonade racist? No, 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 no. It's a, it's a different type of racist. He's a huge, huge star in the States and he's an incredibly um, smart and, uh, and funny comedian. Like, um, he's hosted the Oscars before. He does sell-out gigs. Like, he, he might not be as well known as Will Smith, but he's definitely, like, I, I would say that he's, he's re- like, he's also a global like superstar in terms of comedy um so i think that a lot of comedians when they're doing these hosting gigs they kind of find it difficult to tread a line like you've, you mentioned ricky gervais earlier when it's kind of like um you're trying to poke fun at the celebrities in the audience and and it's a, it is a difficult one to negotiate um uh, but he's he's a very very skilled comedian and he's he is he is funny. That was just a rubbish joke he made, and like I said, in poor taste and 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 cruel. Um, so so, but but he's hugely successful. And he he's also called out cancel culture him himself. So is is he going to find himself on the defensive uh, again on this occasion? Um, he's kind of a provocative co- comedian and he's definitely had uh, made digs at Jada before. Jada says she's not coming. Protesting. I'm like, is she on a TV show? Jada's going to boycott the Oscars. Jada boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. <laughs> I wasn't invited. Um, and like in the the 2016 Oscars, he was hosting, and he made a, a joke where um, he said she's boycotting the Oscars, but that's like me boycotting Rihanna's pants. So I wasn't invited. Um, so he'd kind of made a, made a joke at her before, at her expense before. So maybe again, that's also why she didn't take the the joke on the not why she rolled her eyes because they've kind of got a bit of a, a history there. And. Finally, uh, has this uh, crazy incident, uh, has it reinvigorated the Oscars, which had become uh, a bit dull, a bit flat, you know, people questioning what what, what was the point of the, the long ceremony on, on TV for? Yeah, well, this Oscar is like, you know, they were going in facing a crisis because it was like the ratings have been like nosediving for decades. Last year, there are 9 million people tuned in to see the Oscars and that was a drop of like 50% um, compared to the previous year. They tried to do stuff like they streamlined it by showing some of the categories uh, before and then repackaging it. And they got like a lot of celebrities involved um, this year um, to kind of get a bit of glamour and boost the ratings back up. Um, But if you compare this year to last year, obviously they, this wasn't scripted or rehearsed or um, uh, intended to be part of it. But it's definitely created way more talk than last year where I think you would be hard-pressed to find, for most people to tell you kind of one or two outstanding moments from from the 2021 Oscars, whereas this, uh, this is kind of everyone uh, seems to know about it. I'm Fiannon Sheen and today's episode of the Indo-Daily was produced by Mary Carroll with research by Tabitha Monaghan and sound by John Smith. Archive clips from independent.ie, The Guardian, ABC News and E! News. If you enjoy the Indo-Daily, you can subscribe and leave us a review.